Welcome back to the Flagrant 2 Podcast Eastern Conference Preview. We are doing the Atlantic Division, not the Northeast Division, but the Atlantic Division in this uh, segment. I'm Spencer Barnes, alongside Drew Stricker. Hey, um, let's hop right <laughs> into it. Uh, break down some over-unders, some teams, just the win totals, all that good stuff. Rosters, you know, whatever. Uh, Boston Celtics, first team we're getting to. They... We're busy this offseason. They got Al Horford, did not get Kevin Durant, um, but they took uh, one of those Nets picks and turned it into Jalen Brown. Uh, I think that's about it. Actually, they weren't as busy as I thought. But couple, a couple draft picks in there. A couple draft picks. Terry, I think they just have like a different feel to them. I They got Gerald Green on their team now. Terry Rozier looks like he can play basketball. Uh, he did okay in the summer league. And everyone's healthy for a change, except for Marcus Smart already hurt. Um, yeah, Marcus Smart looks out of shape to me, too. But allegedly can shoot threes yeah. now. He's that's probably working regular, on his shooting. That's a regular occurrence, though. He's probably going to come into every year looking out of shape. Yeah. He might be just one of those guys. But Brad Stevens back as coach. Isaiah Thomas, still there. Uh, Jay Crowder, still there. Kelly Olenek, still there. <laughs> all, the, all the key guys, same, all the trio. Same cast of characters. Same cast of characters. Um they're over under win total 52 and a half. They won 48 games last year. Do you see them breaking the 50 mark and uh, getting that 52 and a half? Um yes. Yes. The number I have is 55. The 2 seed in the East. 55 wins. Uh, Tell me why. I think they're very deep. Almost too deep at some positions. Um like I like Demetrius Jackson who's one of the draft picks I that you didn't mention, but he won't even play. Um, That's why I didn't mention him. I'm assuming he's making the team. Yes, he already made the team. Um, Their last roster spot as of this, it'll probably be out by the time this comes out, but they're deciding between R.J. Hunter and James Young for the last roster spot. And they cut Ryan Kelly. Yeah, they signed him one day, cut him the next Um, day. Obviously, they're deep, I mentioned, but they're athletic, young, they obviously play really hard, and Brad Stevens obviously one of the best coaches in the NBA. And I think there's a lot of balance here now. I think I don't like Al Horford as a person on the court. If that makes sense. <laughs> Terrible human being. I, for all accounts, he's he's a great person, but I think he's a very dirty player. As I've mentioned, he's on the all dirty team easily. Um, but his actual skills on the court, like he's. He's almost like a glue player in an all-star player's like skill set. I think he he kind of brings all these guys together with some stability. Um, he's going to be able to hit a mid-range shot, which you want to think that a lot of these guys could, but I, I think jump shooting and, and being able to score has kind of been their downfall. They've always been able to defend, especially one-on-one straight up. they got a bunch of great defenders. Al Horford is another one. But... He's just a kind of a centerpiece they can run some some sets around um, to be a threat and just open up the floor more for him offensively, which they've needed because they've been rolling out Amir Johnson offensively as a starter for the last year. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got a they got a point guard who can score. They got wing defenders galore. They got potentially a young stud in Jalen Brown. Ooh, you didn't like him earlier. I said potentially is being the keyword. Um, Potential. Jay Crowder's a good player. I mean, they got a, they got a lot of pieces, and 
I think it's in the east. I think it's definitely enough to cross the fifty fifty win barrier. Um, the question is when will they kind of trade all these B level players for their A level guy they need to be you know championship threat. Um, but what what like A level guy like you're hearing now a lot of rumblings that Lamarcus Aldridge is unhappy in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. He might be a guy, but like is he gonna? fit on this team like and is he like a better fit than like I really like Jay Crowder just like as a player and like on this team I think he Brad Stevens gets like the best out of him I don't know if he goes to a different team if he's like as impactful um and I don't know like if I'd be willing to pass that like up like he's a stretch four at like six six he got hurt and like stopped shooting so well last year, but I think he's a stretch four that doesn't lose anything playing the three. So I think honestly, if they do trade, I think great hair, one of my favorite players yes. in the league. I think in a trade, the Celtics would make of that sort. I think Avery Bradley would probably be the main guy in there. I but um, you're seeing like on those like Jimmy Butler trade talks, it's like the num the Brooklyn Nets pick next year, which is gonna be up there. Yes. <laughs> Jay Crowder, like, Avery Bradley, like, and, like, last year's pick. Like, it was just, like, a boatload. And I it's like, wouldn't you, I would it's almost, bet on, like, your guys to develop chemistry and, like, bring it together. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if... But, like, they're going to have like, that Blazers problem where, like, there's going to be two or three guys that are worthy of minutes, like, like worthy of, like, a decent amount of minutes that aren't even going to see the floor for this team. Like, unless they have injuries, there's going to be some guys that are unhappy, I feel like. Like, when you have Marcus Smart, Avery Bradley, like, Isaiah Thomas, Terry Rozier, that's like four ball handlers right there that, I mean, you, you I guess you could run out all four of them for 20-plus minutes a game, but well, ideally th- you want to develop some, I you think know, 1A, 1B kind of uh, setup. I think Terry Rozier gets in, like, the 16 to, like, minutes a game area. And Isaiah Thomas gets like thirty two, and then you're looking at like Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, depending on the night, getting like twenty to twenty eight each. And then I think at times you're gonna see three of those guys, like you're playing three guard sets with those guys, mm-hmm. and Jay Crowder plays the four. I think their crunch time lineup, love crunch time lineups. Yes, Al Horford, Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, like Isaiah Thomas, like. Marcus Smart's like you sometimes forget he's like six four like two thirty like mm-hmm. he can guard a small forward like yeah he can guard a small forward he could probably guard a power forward honestly but I mean I I Demetrius Jackson isn't gonna play R J Hunter or James Young isn't gonna play whoever they keep Gerald Green probably only plays in like injury situations I think they're content having Jalen Brown as their backup. And then I think, honestly, they'll probably do what they did last year at, like, the post. Like, depending on the situation, they'll just cycle through. There'll be games where Kelly Olenek plays, like, 30 minutes, and there'll be games he doesn't play at all. There'll be games that, like, Jarebko plays, like, way too many minutes, and there'll be games that Amir Johnson sits on the bench the entire game. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Jordan Mickey. Like, I think he's going to, like, emerge and be kind of... Can we take the like, Tyler Zeller minutes? Yeah, like, I don't like Tyler Zeller at all. I don't think he should be playing on this team i think you kind of rotate the other five posts that they have that i've named um and just kind of like use those guys but i don't 
I think uh, I just the who, point, though, who are they like, going to trade for? Like that's my big question. Know. Like you can't can you get Paul? Can you get Paul George? He's a guy who makes a lot of sense here. You I don't think you can't. Paul George. They want to get like Gordon Hayward. Does he make you a championship team? In my opinion, no. Like if it goes if, south in New York, you might be able to get Carmelo. Maybe, I, but uh, yeah. I, I don't think Kevin I don't see, locked into Cleveland. Now. I don't see the Knicks going like abandoning that right away. Like I think Carmelo's still on the team. I just don't know like what guys you can get right now that benefit your team. Like they're talking you talked Boogie last year, now they have Horford, but you can't get Boogie. Like yeah, when is Boogie? I don't know what the trade is, but I'm just if you keep compiling all these young players, like you're gonna have to have to start cutting lottery picks, like wasn't James Young a lottery pick or close to it? Yeah, I think he was like 16th overall, but like, like he's, he's not good. Lottery picks get cut all the time. But why do you like, think he's not good? Like part of it has to be that he hasn't played at all. Like yeah, you but can't have you can't. Have I, a the other part I think is he's not like as talented. I don't think that was very like no, it wasn't a good pick. But like like there's other or guys, even like RJ Hunter, and I don't think like, they make that pick. I think RJ Hunter is more talented than James Young, but he was like the 30th pick. Like right, but what I'm saying is like. I mean, they. How many more picks do they have coming in? Still a shit. Ton. You still like, have the Brooklyn pick next year, but it's just which you have to wait. You can't just like blow your wad on like a B plus player like Gordon Hayward. Well, and see, I, I think they're good enough right now to where that will that would put them over the top. Like that would take them into the next tier. But like in order to trade, like they're not for Gordon Hayward, you team. have to give up a couple of nice pieces who are already in rotate. And I just don't see like you have to give up. In order to get Jordan uh, Gordon Hayward, I, unless you could get him for just like the Brooklyn pick, and like one of these other guys, like I don't know. I think they got to do it, and well, maybe maybe not like with Gordon who has Hayward, trade value? Rozier, like oh, I, first of all, the Jazz should probably do that because they have enough wing depth that they should shoot for the stars, but. Um, I mean, I don't know. You saw them in like the Okafor or Nerlens Noel like discussions, and it's just, I guess, Danny Ainge is a smart GM in my opinion. And if he's not willing to pull the trigger on somebody because he thinks it's too much, like, I understand that. All signs indicated that like he was ready to go on that Jimmy Butler trade, and Chicago like balked at it, which is just stupid because you're about to be rebuilding here pretty soon. But I just, I don't think the value's there right now, and if the value's not there. I think sometimes you just got to, like, trust your guys and roll with what you got. These guys are all still fairly young guys, like, mm-hmm. and if the trade's not there now, like, the trade could be there in, like, two or three years. Like, is it going to be worth less? Maybe, but you might also be col- closer at that point. I have one more point on Al Horford before we move on. Um, I feel like he's a hard player to play again, play with. Like, play as... With. And only as, like, the other post. Like, it takes a certain kind of guy to play with Al Horford. Because he likes to move inside, outside, kind of, like, all around. Like, he'll be on the baseline. I don't know if they have a guy who, like, really meshes well with Al Horford. I feel like once you find him, like, it's easy to, like, mesh with him. But, like, Paul Millsap is a guy. He's a versatile guy. Like, that's why I think that worked. But if you have just, like, a one-dimensional player it kind of, like, hampers, like, Al Horford's. Well, as much as people want to call Al Horford a power forward, he's a center. Like, that's what he is. Yeah, well, I mean... That's so that's that's part of, I think, why why that's weird. Like, as soon as you just, like, 
as, at least for me, as soon as I categorize him in my head as a center, like, and think of whoever's playing with him as a power forward, it becomes easier. So, like, if you want to, like, plug Tyler Zeller next to him, obviously that feels clumsy. But if you roll, like, a small ball four, like, Jay Crowder out there next to him, like, it feels a lot better, just mentally. Um, like, Amir Johnson feels like a clumsy fit, too. It's partially because Amir Johnson is more of a center than a four. So, I do know, I kind of understand what you mean, but I think, I think, well, hopefully the trade that they eventually make will will slot. But I don't think, like, but Marcus Aldridge is a guy, like, no, I don't that like that fit. Like, I don't like that fit necessarily. But I don't know. Like the Kevin Love fit, I would have liked, but I th- it's too late for that now. That trade is is I not th- happening anymore. What What did you think? If like Houston is just like terrible and everyone's just like unhappy, and you know how much Daryl Morey loves like assets, James Harden for like <laughs> I don't think Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, the Brooklyn pick. Like I think Daryl Morey just loves James Harden. Like. Like he's but that's like, everything he but wants. But that's the player. only thing that they've changed everything but him. And if it doesn't work, like as eventually you have to like be like James Harden's probably the problem. Yeah, we'll Isaiah see. Thomas, the Brooklyn pick, probably Marcus Ooh. Smart too. Like who knows? That's or Terry I, Rozier. Probably I don't respect the Rockets future at all. Pick. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to like come up with trade. I just don't think it's there. All right, let's move on. I have 53 wins. I don't know if I've said that already, but... I think I said 55. I'm taking a half over. I got 55. 55. All right. The Brooklyn Nets, I don't think will have 55 wins. Uh, Their over-under is 20 and a half. They won 21 games last year and got... Substantially worse. I would say substantially worse, but they were already terrible yeah. to begin with. But they did get substantially worse. You got Jeremy Lin on your team now, but like he replaced Jarrett Jack, which is kind of an upgrade. Uh, like you don't, ha- you don't have to roll Shane Larkin out there for thirty minutes a game anymore. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm taking the under seventeen wins. Like this team isn't. They have no pick, so it's not like they have like incentive just to tank it. Um, so I'll say that they just. And that's, I think they're just like that bad that they win yeah. seventeen games. Or else, I if they could tank, they would win like, like nine. twelve, nine. Yeah. yeah, I think they're that bad to where they win only fifteen. Fifteen like, games. I not far off. One injury to like Brooke Lopez or Jeremy Lin, and they might not get ten. Like Brooke Lopez is just gonna mail it in by about the twelve game mark. He's gonna realize he's playing with a bunch of scrubs. And, and why wouldn't mail he? It in. He's gonna get. He's gonna. All he's gonna try to do is get his numbers to get a contract yep. and not get injured. That's and his. He's main gonna goal. play no defense. Jeremy Lin might average twenty five a game because they simply have no one else to put the ball in the basket on the team. Yeah, like like they have like four NBA players like on their team. They have Jeremy Lin, like Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Trevor Booker, and Brooke Lopez. If you like Bojan Bogdanovic, yeah, maybe he's as a, bench player. As a guy who doesn't play. And but like, like I'm tempted is, to believe in Karis Lavert, but he's injured. I have no reason to believe in him. But like Randy Foy sucks. Graves Vasquez sucks. Anthony uh, Bennett sucks. Yeah, Scola over the hill. Like Justin Hamilton is like it's the seventh fine. best player on your team. I watched a little Justin Hamilton. wasn't as bad as I uh, remembered him being in Miami slash LSU. Like the boy can kind of step out and hit threes and kind of bounce around I think I, I'll take it back I say he could play in the NBA just because of his size but I mean Isaiah Whitehead there when you're excited about like the 54th overall pick coming because he's like a local kid like your team is just trash yeah. like I got nothing more to say I think this team is terrible yep I think they're the worst team in the league easily 15 wins easily 
Yeah, 17 wins. I'll be a little kinder to him. Let's just move on. Uh, New York Knicks. They made some moves in the offseason. I feel comfortable. Facelift for sure. Gone. Robin Lopez. Uh, Jose Calderon, your boy. No longer there. Jerry and Grant no longer there. In our Derek Rose. Courtney Lee. Aflalo also gone. Uh, Joe Kim Noah. Brandon Jennings. Could be a good signing. Still there somehow. And is Sasha Vujacic still on that roster? He is on the roster. Oh, boy. He's somehow only 32 years old. Well, it's because he came into the league when he was like 23. He left when he was like 26 and then came back. Yeah. Like, it's like his third stint. Yeah, yeah right. Um, also, I mean, let's see if I can say this right. <laughs> Mandingus? Vindaugus <laughs> uh, Kuzminskis? Is that, is that relatively close? Yes. I think you got all the vowels in there. Uh, and one of the Hernan Gomez brothers, Willie? Yes. Is it Willie? Yep. I think Juan's on the Nuggets. Juancho? Yeah, Juancho. Uh, I, this team, I kind of like them <laughs> somehow. I don't know why. Derrick Rose is washed up, but I like Brandon Jennings just like off the bench, just doing his back to the roots New York style basketball. Courtney Lee's like a... I don't know if I, shooting guards the spot that's very iffy. Yeah. Courtney Lee and Justin Hall, uh, Justin Holiday, yes, and or Vujacic, whoever they. Ron Baker, I like even more than Vujacic, but yeah, well, he I makes mean, the team. Carmelo Anthony, Lance Thomas, Porzingis, my boy, and I mean you just you have like an okay like bench. They won thirty two games no, last year. The, hold on, they don't have an okay bench. What? Who's okay on the bench? Brandon Jennings, Lance Thomas, Kyle Lance O'Quinn. Thomas is not good at basketball. That was an outlier last year. Kyle O'Quinn's not good at basketball. Brandon Jennings, I'm tempted to believe in because I've Hernan Gomez. Never seen him play. Who's <laughs> I mean either, but I believe in him. You can't believe in a guy you've never seen. Yeah, sure. Why you not? You could be optimistic. I like him. Everything I've what I mean, dude, from what I've seen in the preseason. And Derek, like, I have I'm no okay. faith in Derek Rose at all this year because. The man was accused of, I'm of rape. I, like was, that can like if that doesn't mentally affect you, like you're like an alien or something. Like he's gonna have a bad year, just uh, on principle. Like, like e- even if he even if it was totally fabricated and and he is not guilty, like I, in actuality, in truth, I would still be phased by that because that's a serious accusation. Like he could have very well, if the ball bounced the other way, he could have never played an NBA game again. Like, yes, I mean, I, I don't want to speculate on the... I'm not speculating either. I'm just saying, like, that was a serious thing. the validity thing that, of those allegations. Uh, he was acquitted on all charges. Yes, he was. So, I he's, he's going to be playing basketball for the Knicks. I don't... Do you think he's going to be playing good basketball for the Knicks? No. Okay. But I think that Brandon Jennings is right there yes. to step in. I, I mean... I think Derrick Rose will play fine basketball for the Knicks, like exactly what you would expect him to do, like thirteen points and like six assists, like a th- and just like spotty basketball at best, like, like one good game a month yeah. where he looks like old Derrick Rose, five yeah. games a month where he looks like he shouldn't Probably. be in the NBA. I, I like you have like I Brandon Jennings somehow just looks like a completely new guy, like he looks happy to be playing basketball again, which I haven't seen since like that rookie season and since we saw him play in high school like he's this might be the perfect atmosphere he's for lost Brandon weight and he's ready to go um so that i like i think 
Joe Kim Noah just does not look the same to me. Oh no, I think he's washed but up. Porzingis, but our Porzingis boy. is like the third Dude, best player in the, the league right now. He's like, he, he's the next evolution of basketball. Like, like some like, like what seven made you like. The guy is like so he's not obviously the quickest because he's seven three, but his movements are so fluid and smooth for a seven foot three guy. He's like he's not bad at anything. He's, he's no, he's <laughs> the first. He's the closest thing to Arvidas I think we're ever gonna see, and but like the next step because he's more athletic, like I mean, at least handling just, the ball. If wise. they play him at the three, I swear to God, I will never watch the Knicks play basketball ever again. Like and play this man at center, please. Center power forward, like whatever. Just this minute you. Th- like flirt with playing him on the wing just please he's gonna stop. get abused play him at center unfortunately they got no bench dude i dude i i lance thomas, lance thomas he's gonna be okay so we had this running joke last year about lance thomas's three-point percentage like all year i like think I, I think i texted good. spencer he's good three or four different times during the season last Boy year shot like 42 percent despite playing like center in college yeah. Take a guess at what Lance Thomas's three-point percentage was. Like, I did this, like, three times last season, and every single time, Spencer's like, have you asked me this already? And I said, yes, but you have to guess. It's like 30, I don't know, I guess, like, 31%. Or it was like around 20. 40 every single yeah, time. like, your boy's good at shooting. Like, I... Outlier. Outlier okay. season. That's great. I'm gonna, and until he doesn't do it, I'm gonna say he can do it. And I like, uh, if Porzingis is good, even more uh, harder to pronounce... Kuzminskis is going to be even better, man. I'm going over. 42 wins. 38.5 uh, is their projected win. Ooh, interesting. What was their win total last year? Out of 32. I think they're 10 games better. I, I'm so, mildly interested in Jeff Hornacek as a coach, as opposed to Derek yes. Fisher, who I don't think could coach. Slash Their oh, coach, God. Their coach coaching situation last year was like a minus five win total. Yeah. I don't think they got any better or worse than they did last year. So I'm... I have them at 38. You're taking the slight under. Yes. And I think also what makes up for that kind of, they lost just like depth in terms of just the number of players that you'd feel comfortable rolling out onto the floor, in my opinion, obviously. Yeah. But I think just the next step of Porzingis makes well, I don't think they had depth last year. Like if you're going to say Lance Thomas is an outlier, then you have to say like Langston Galloway is an outlier. Like, I don't know. I feel like Lance Thomas had like a history of not being good in the league, though. Like, well, like Langston like, Galloway was like a second-year player. Yeah, Lance <laughs> Thomas is like in his like fourth year, isn't no, he? No, he's like thirty-two now. No, he's he? not. He's twenty-eight. I guess he seems like he's thirty. He came out when he was like twenty-three. That man's getting All paid right. six plus million dollars a year. Kind of like, kind of like him. The triangle. The only thing that could ruin this is the triangle. Yeah, just wait for him to roll it out again. <laughs> All right. Speaking of greatness, let's move on. The Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Who are, have already started tanking for next year. <laughs> I, if Ben Simmons plays a game this season, I will be shocked. Like, he's out till January, allegedly. Like, he's going to have some sort of, like, reoccurring. Like, it's not coming along as fast as we... We're going to hold him out till March, and then they'll be out of it. He's not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. before we go too far into this team, how... Let me ask you this. About the last couple years of Philadelphia 76ers basketball, how... Much tanking? Do you think this team was realistically doing like, a a lot, a lot, a lot? How that many was, wins do you re- think they were leaving out there per season? I mean, roughly? I, I mean, I ten? don't think they were good regardless. Right. But like, they won ten basketball games last year. You can't tell me that like you think they would have won twenty two zero. 
No. Okay. Maybe like 18 or 19. Okay. So they're let's say they're leaving out eight wins a season. They won 10 last year. I think they're five wins better than last year. I got them at... Or no, excuse me. How am I doing this math? You think they're like five I think wins they're, and they're going to try? I think they're exactly as they, good as they were last year in terms of what you would expect for them to do. Um, but they're going to try Give me for a number. A little, 18. 18 wins. They're going to try for a little bit longer, so the number is going to be higher. Um, I mean, I still don't think... I, I think they have I think they have more competent players. Well, yeah. But they have more they have more reason to not be good right now than they did even last year, I feel like. Because now that you have competent players, like you have like a semblance of a of a team to build around. So like it's like, okay, be bad one more year, you get your boy back, Simmons. <laughs> you get another top guy, whoever yeah. it is. You get another top guy and then you have Probably some veterans to play around, like this should be the last ultra tank year, and that's why I have him at 18. But I'm pretty shocked at like so like going into the players now. MB, like go give me your take on him first before I say what I have to say about him. I mean, he's he's not gonna play the whole season. There's no chance. Like he's like, something Yeah, something's gonna happen. Like the boy just he's gonna be Greg Oden in the f- sense that he's not gonna be able to play a full season. Like he, the potential is there. Like he looks good for like 18 minutes like but the second you put it like take off his limit restriction or his minute restriction injury like something's gonna happen like the boy is just too fragile i but i think he's if he is healthy i think he's gonna be a good not a great but like a good player like he's a guy who could average like 12 and like 10 and then a couple of blocks and like being okay just overall player. I, so before you start talking about what his overall like ceiling was there, sure. I agree with everything you said. Like, I'm shocked at how talented like he looks to me. Like just his footwork and like the skills he has. Like I, you've heard all this like in passing. Like, oh, yeah. he's got all these skills, but you never seen it. Like, well, yeah, because he didn't play Kansas, Kansas. You never saw it. Like you had to just go on faith, like yeah. or on like on. Yeah, obviously we're not it. seeing like individual workouts, yeah. private workouts. So. In these in these games, I mean, he's only, like you said, he's only he's on a huge minutes restriction, but like it's eerily similar to this. Like when Odin was coming back, it was like, oh, he yeah. looks great in his minutes restriction, yep. but he's out of shape. Like that's exactly what they were saying about Greg Odin. Like the patterns are the same. Foot injuries, nothing to mess around with. Like or lower extremity injuries, I should say. Um, I I think I'm tempted to lean that same way where. Just the like the way he plays too is gonna put a lot of stress on stress on his on his legs because he moves so well for a big guy. Uh, I I want to believe that he'll be fine because they really need him to be. Um, but I, like I said, pleasantly surprised at how good he's looked. But I don't I don't see it lasting the whole year. Um, competent ads guys that probably by the end of the year won't won't be playing and will be fabricating injuries so that they can tank are Jared Bayless. Gerald Henderson, uh, Sergio Rodriguez, uh, who else? <laughs> what are the like decent players that they had? Actually, I think Sergio Rodriguez isn't very good, but he's gonna uh, start. And Sarich looks terrible in the preseason. I don't know what anyone sees out of this guy. He looks awful. Um, but they still got Noel and Okafor. Henderson is for their him. best player. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. And. This Timute Luau, your boy, looks like trash. Timute Luau Cabaron. Yeah, he's not good. 
Jeremy Grant he's actually... He's a first-year player. Give I him know, a break. I know, but I'm just saying, he looks like trash. <laughs> Jeremy Grant is slowly, slowly getting better. I think Robert Covington, you've seen his ceiling. He'll be oh, fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, he's not very good. He's also like 28 years old. The process, I think, is actually a process. You can see it sort of working, but it's going at a rate much slower than it should be. No. Um, I'm done talking about him. 18 wins. Once Sam Hankey left, all the results of the pro like that is the stupidest firing in my like. You hired a guy to tank. He tanked. You fired him. Like what? I I don't get it. Why? Well, at the he same had like time, a four you can year... look at their roster and be like, why the hell do you have four bigs? Like, That's what he said he was going to do. He's going to take the best available player and figure it like, out later. In this league, like in this league now, you need ball handlers and guards. He like, probably would have done it bigs. differently, but those are the guys he thinks are the best at the time. That's who he took. He shouldn't have taken Okafor. The other three can play together. He shouldn't have taken Okafor. That was That's, his only I mistake. Well, Nerlens Noel's already hurt again. Okafor will probably be hurt. Embiid will probably be hurt. Like, this team, I mean, it's trash. 20 wins. Brett Brown's a good coach. They might actually try it just to, like, because I think they have to. They can't tank again. They can't fire the guy for <laughs> tanking and then not, like, at least try. Well, if there's one thing you can't knock Jared Bayless for, it's his effort. Like, that guy's going to try and win every game he's out there on the yeah. floor for. But who knows how many minutes they'll even roll him out if they're actually tanking because, sadly, he's probably, like, their third best player right fourth best player 20 wins and i think that's optimistic Generous. so yeah. their over under is 23 and a half somehow i got this under. team yeah right under like Hard they, under. they've won 10 games last year and i don't see any reason why they're gonna try yeah who's to win more than that yeah, i just don't see it all they right will by by default but yeah all right the last team in the division the did they make it to the eastern conference finals last year they did, didn't they? Uh, yes, and I think it. They took them to. They took Cleveland to six, didn't they? We don't fact check. We'll say that's good. All right, the Toronto Raptors. They won fifty six ball games in the process last year. Um, their over under this year is fifty point five. Big additions, nobody. Maybe Jared Solinger. Uh, subtractions, Biombo. That's pretty much the extent of their. Off-season movement. They drafted Jakob Pertl, uh and Pascal Sikom. Maybe that's how you pronounce it. But um, I don't like the posts on this team. I think they're atrocious. Not just bad, atrocious. I don't think Jonas Valanciunas is that good, and he's often injured. They don't have the beyond as much as I knocked Biombo in the last segment for. Are we sure he's that good? He was the perfect guy to kind of just hold this team down. And I think he had the most value on this team, a winning team. Without him, this team is thin up front. Mm -hmm. I mean, who is going to play any uh, resemblance of defense? Solinger's not. Patrick Patterson's not. Valanchunas isn't. Like, Jakob Pertl's going to be your like defensive Marjorie star. Rosenwald. He's... Like, this team could go... From like being a good defensive team to like giving up a lot of points. You're you're hitting on every single point I have written down. I'm kind of disappointed because I'm not going to be able to say anything new and refreshing about them. <laughs> uh, you're so right. Like the Biombo loss is going to be jarring for this team. Like like you said, he fits so well in this team for what they need. Like Jakob Pertl is just like that. I don't understand that pick at all. 
No. He's the like he's exactly what Jonas Valanciunas is, but like worse, worse. and smaller and less mobile. I think technically like, taller. Maybe they're listed both listed at seven feet. No, Valanciunas has to be six ten. They say, say seven feet here, but okay. Well, but anyway, grew. Poor they don't. They definitely didn't get better. No. Like Jared Solinger's already hurt because he's too heavy, and what do you know? He has stress fractures in his feet. Yeah. Um, they they added no one else that's gonna play. I think like the biggest thing. They do have my boy Fred Van Fleet on this roster, though. Okay, but <laughs> he's a fourth he string is, point guard. <laughs> yeah, he's there behind. Yeah, Corey Joseph. You hope DeLone Wright gets a little bit better. Uh, you hope that Norman Powell's like playoff mm-hmm. um, success is like he can build upon that and be a good rotation player. Terrence Ross just uh, is good. a shell of just a human being. No, um, that's going far. A shell of a basketball player. Sorry, go. not Terrence. No offense to you as a person. I'm sure you're a great guy. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, you're banking on the fact that maybe Bruno Caboclo, who you drafted, like, four years ago, <laughs> and, like, Bebe Noguera are going to be, like, rotation players and prove upon. I just don't see it happening. I got them under 49 wins. I don't I don't think they'll get 50. I, Kyle Lowry, DeR- DeRozan got paid, so he has less incentive to play. Uh, Kyle Lowry, he... I mean, you don't know which Kyle Lowry you could get. He could. He was in shape last year. Is he going to be motivated for the second year in a row? I'm. I'm not willing to bank. I think they had 56 wins was just like too good for them last year. I think 49. I th- still think they're a good team, just because Lowry's a good leader. DeRozan can play. He showed last year. Hopefully, Damari Carroll's healthy. Healthy this year. Hopefully, their whole team's healthy. Because um, they need it to be. Yeah, but I just. I just see them getting abused in the post. Yeah, I got them way lower, too. I have them at 46 wins. Excuse me, 48. 48. Um, way lower than last year. I. One thing you mentioned that kind of points to a larger factor I wanted to talk about was, like, they're banking on Noguera or Caboclo to kind of, like, expand their games. But, like, how are you going to get better if you never play? Like, Dwayne Casey never plays an extended bench. He never lets guys develop their games because they play iso ball the entire game long. It's just not a it's not a culture that like I think helps players grow, and I think that's that's a factor that's going to limit this team like going forward. Like once you get to the peak of like Kyle Lowry and Demar Drozen together, like unfortunately you don't have like a third piece that's like ready to play with them. You don't have depth that's ready to play with them. Like and when Patrick Patterson is like your best big man who he doesn't even play like a big guy. You're, I think there's a max win win cap there, and I do like a lot of their guards. Like I love Corey Joseph off the bench, but they're gonna get abused in the post, just like you said. And I think this could be the year where if they lose in the first round, perhaps this year of the playoffs, or maybe everything goes really wrong and they don't even make it. I think you could see Dwayne Casey getting the boot, um, which sucks because I think I, I like him and I think he is a decent coach, but I think. I think you're not going to see the best version of this of this team this year, um, and it sucks because I like Kyle Lowry a lot. But yep. All right, one more thing before we go. Can you name the coach of the Brooklyn Nets? I saw his name the other day. I believe his name is Kenny Atkinson. That's correct. Yeah. Don't know what he looks like. Don't know who he is. Don't know where he came from. 
but that's our man. He allegedly played like 12 years in Europe professionally. But that's all I know. Um, all right. That is the Atlantic preview. Stay tuned. We'll finish things out in the Eastern Conference with the Midwest. No. Yes. Midwest? Is that what it's called? Yep. I am terrible. I should uh, probably research with these you. division names more correctly. The Midwest preview coming up on our Eastern Conference preview. preview. Many years since I was here.